Section 116 of Italy, France, Spain, and Portugal. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by April 6090, California, United States of America. The World's Story, Volume 5. Italy, France, Spain, and Portugal. Edited by Eva March Tappan. Section 116. Spanish Home Life in the 17th Century by M. G. Quincy Sleeper Spain changes her customs slowly. She clings to the old in everything. The manners and habits of the wealthy class in the 17th century differed but little from those of the same class now. The royal family then lived in at Madrid, or at Buena Retiro, a country palace in the vicinity. They made an excursion in the spring to Aranjuez, in the autumn to the Escurial, the day of starting, the length of the stay, the order of the journey, its expense, and the dresses to be worn by the court, were fixed and written in the book of ceremonial. The chief officer of the king's household was the high steward. He was allowed a seat in the royal apartments, which he occupied while in attendance, except at public ceremonials and when the king was at table, upon which occasions he stood by the side of his majesty. He regulated the expenses of the palace, arranged the bullfights and all public games attended by the king, and fixed the time for the reception of foreign princes, cardinals, and ambassadors. One of the highest officers at court was the Grand Chamberlain. He had a gold key, which admitted him at all hours to all the apartments in the palace. He wakened the king in the morning, presented him some of his garments, and the towel to dry his hands. He had the charge of the royal wardrobe and the royal garments were given him after their owner had done with them he accompanied the king in his carriage at which time the grand equerry instead of riding on horseback took a seat on the coach-box the gentlemen of the chamber were usually the sons of grandees they in turn waited on the king with the golden key at their girdles they assisted in dressing him and they handed him all dishes at table except the ola podrida a mixture of various meats and delicacies which the chief cook presented in person the queen's household consisted of the superintendent or camerara some maids of honour and numerous pages who were always children of the highest rank in the reign of philip the fourth there were about a thousand persons lodged in the palace at madrid they were miserably paid but the expense of their maintenance was nevertheless very great the grandees formed the highest class of the nobility they were really petty kings they kept great numbers of followers the duchess of osana had eight hundred ladies and waiting women young ladies of noble but poor families were often entertained in these households where they chiefly employed themselves in embroidering with silk and thread of gold and silver the grandees had immense quantities of gold and silver plate which they displayed on lofty sideboards those of the duke of albuquerque had forty silver ladders for the convenience of those who had the care of them and when he died it took six weeks to weigh and take account of the vessels the hidalgos were a lower class of nobility without particular titles such as count or marquis but possessed of many privileges the caballeros of castile were knights who served on horseback in the field but brought no followers with them 
the houses in madrid were large and built of brick and clay glass being scarce they were badly lighted they were seldom provided with chimneys but an open flat brass pan containing lighted charcoal was placed in the middle of the living room usually raised about half a foot from the floor on a wooden frame the floors were plastered and whitewashed or polished like marble cushions of gold and silver brocade lay on rich persian carpets elegant cabinets busts and vases stood around with silver vases filled with orange and jessamine trees persons of distinction had canopies under which it pleased them to sit the winter beds were covered with velvet counterpanes and curtains trimmed with thick gold and silver lace called galloon in summer colored gauze curtains only were used to keep off the insects early in the seventeenth century the master of the house ate by himself and his wife and children either ate quite alone or sat upon the floor with a cloth spread over the carpet but about the middle of the century the higher classes introduced the custom of eating together the spaniards did not invite dinner company except upon great occasions but pleasure excursions were often made to the country houses of the nobility where refreshments were offered madame d'alnoy thus visited the princess of monteleone and says her women to the number of eighteen brought every one of them a great silver basin full of dried sweetmeats wrapped up in papers cut and gilt for the purpose in one there was a plum in another a cherry or apricot and so in all the rest afterwards chocolate was presented and every one had a china cup full on a little dish of agate set in gold with sugar in a box of the same one drinks it with biscuit or else with some thin bread as hard as if it were toasted which they bake on purpose most of the lower classes took their food at cook's shops which were kept at the street corners and in which were great kettles of leeks beans and garlic or broth to moisten their bread at the beginning of the sixteenth century the costume for men consisted of breeches of cloth bound and fastened up with points a doublet or vest with large flaps a cape with a hood and a round cloth hat or bonnet in fifteen fifty two the ruff for the neck was added a purse hung at the girdle this was the true spanish costume till the accession of philip v philip the second who began to reign in fifteen fifty six was among the first who wore silk stockings a dandy of the seventeenth century is thus described by the wife of a french ambassador his hair was parted on the crown of his head and tied behind him with a blue ribbon about four fingers wide and about two yards long which hung down at its full length his breeches were of black velvet buttoned down on each knee with five or six buttons he had a vest so short that it scarce reached below his pockets and a scalloped vest with hanging sleeves about four fingers wide made of white embroidered satin his cloak was of black cloth and he had wrapped it round one arm with which he held a buckler with a steel spike standing out in the midst of it in the other hand he held a sword he had likewise a dagger with a narrow blade fastened to the belt round his back he had such a straight collar that he could neither stoop nor turn about his head his hat was of a prodigious size with a great band larger than a mourning one twisted about it his shoes were of as fine leather as that whereof gloves are made slashed and cut and so exactly fitted 
that they seemed to be pasted on he was strongly perfumed and was careful to tell that there were few courses of bullfights wherein he did not venture his life in the seventeenth century the ladies hoops which had been very large were made much smaller the various modes seemed to have prevailed queen louise d'orleans once received her friends with her hair separated in the middle and falling on both shoulders one side was berated strung with pearls and was fastened to her waist with a diamond her dress was a rose-colored velvet worked with silver and her earrings hung nearly down to her shoulders the spaniards of the higher classes rose about seven o'clock in the morning drank iced water and afterwards chocolate they then went to mass or confession the ladies embroidered received calls and offered collations to morning guests dinner was eaten at about twelve o'clock after this all partially undressed for the siesta or afternoon lounge at this time the shops were shut and no business was done at about two o'clock in winter and four in summer sweetmeats and ice drinks or chocolate were served all who chose then went abroad to the theatre or in warm weather to the public walks the tertulies or social evening receptions so common now had not been introduced returning a light supper was served education was almost universally neglected and boys at fifteen were usually their own masters running at the ring was a favorite amusement and was thus played several posts were placed in a circle and a ring was hung from each the player galloped around the circle and attempted to take down one or more of these rings with his lance as he rode charles i of england when at madrid was skilful in this sport End of section number 116. This recording is in the public domain.